I guess you get to watch Adam Sandler eat your dick, <laughs> which is kind of cool. You don't have to eat your own dick. Yeah. And are we talking about a raw dick, or does this thing get a little salt and pepper and a little fry in the pan? Because <laughs> if you could fry up the dick and cook it, it might not be the worst thing you've ever eaten. Hey everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Save It For The Show with Dan and Eddie. This is episode 205 of your favorite podcast, where every week, Eddie and I sit down, we make each other laugh, we make you laugh, we have a great time, and I'm I'm in pretty good spirits this week, Eddie, but I'm a little sad. Yeah, that's understandable. I had to go to a funeral yeah. this week, and it was for my 90-year-old bubby. Which is really what I call it. <laughs> I know in the show I joke a lot of time about like Pep-Pep and Papizza yeah. <laughs> or whatever you, people call their grandparents. But I do have a bubby, a did rather, mm-hmm. and, and she passed away. Sorry to hear that. Thank you. So that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's it. We're doing a one minute show <laughs> this week. No, so very out of the blue, I had to just get up and go. It wasn't out of the blue that she died. It actually is pretty crazy how she died mm-hmm. because she's she was 90, essentially. She was going to be 90 in a month or so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's a good life. Oh, yeah. If I can live to be 90, life. man. Yeah. Especially in our lifetime, that's almost 60 more years of life. Yeah, that's crazy. And the changes that are going to happen, you know, and think about what she was born into and what she saw in her lifetime. I mean, besides cars and TV and the Internet. Mm-hmm. And then you just get to the end of it. Like when we're at the end of our life, who knows what the world's going to be like. So different yeah. from where it is now. Mm-hmm. So as much as it was sad, it wasn't like when my wife's cousin, our wife's cousin died mm. tragically at 29 yeah. with his wife with a bun in the oven that no one knew about. Yeah. So everyone, it's sad, but it's not. But here's the part that's really sad that really kind of got me really upset is she, her brain went you know, mm-hmm. so she never had cancer. She never had a heart attack or a stroke. She was in like good uh, old lady shape. Yeah. You know, she wasn't like a heavy old lady. <laughs> she was just like a, a frail old lady, but not like sickly or weird. But her brain went and she fell and hit her head like oh, okay. a month ago or so. And then that like just did her in. So when she was like dying, you know, she was in a hospice or something and it took her like she basically died for two weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, she was like almost dead. She was like unresponsive. Everyone got to say goodbye to her. But the, like the last week that she was alive, it sounds like it was a nightmare for like yeah. my parents to have to see her in this condition. And it just made me so mad and so sad that she wasn't going to come back. Yeah. Like, there was no coming back. She just, they, her body just needed to die. But because she was in pretty good shape, it just dragged out. Yeah. And everyone, I think all the nurses are like, well, when she's ready to go, she'll go. Well, she's not waiting for anything. <laughs> you know, she's not waiting for like my long lost brother to come visit her or, you know, like, oh, when she's ready to go see your grandpa in heaven, she's going to go to heaven. Like, what, what are you talking about? Like at this point, she's like an animal whose heart is just beating, but her brain mm-hmm. has stopped. And it just really bummed me out that I know there's no way to, and it's really expensive. That's oh, why yeah. they want to keep you in these places. Yeah, You wouldn't do this to a dog. You wouldn't keep a dog alive like this. But people, I just think it's so funny how sometimes we're so terrible to people, yet we don't, like, for instance, like abortion. 
people that are like crazy about abortion and want to save every embryo aren't always very good to immigrants. Yeah. Like alive people <laughs> or refugees or healthcare. We're just an interesting society. Yeah. Aren't crazy. we, my man? <laughs> so anyways, shout out to Bubby. She was great. And I'm definitely going to miss her. I have no more grandparents. Oh, really? That's it, dog. Wow. That's it. Yeah, I have one grandma left. Just one? Yeah. My other grandma died earlier this year, too. Mm, that's right. And yeah. It was a kind of a similar situation. Like, she got sick and didn't like didn't want to eat anymore. Mm. And she, they took her to the hospital. This was in the Philippines. They took her to the hospital, and they said they could treat her for stuff. But mm. she was like, "No, I don't. I don't want to. Right. I just, I just want to go home." Like, right? Yeah, she I'm was done. Just done. Yeah, she was like also around ninety, I think. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you get to an age where you know that realization comes to you. Right. Like, well, if it happens, it happens. You've done it all. Yeah. Not only that, yeah, my grandma was the same way. She was like, I'm ready. I'm dead. Like, I want to I wanna die. Like, she was saying that. Yeah. Because she, her brain, like, she forgot me. Like, she'd forgotten my grandkids. Yeah, that's crazy. Nobody wants to live that life. No. I mean, you're over. But you know what she did do? She did the most baller mom-in-law thing ever. The <laughs> ultimate mother-in-law move. She died on my parents' wedding anniversary. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, so the day before that was Grant, my eight-year-old's birthday, mm -hmm. and selfishly, I thought to myself, like, Bubby, hang in there. Like, one more day. Like, please don't die <laughs> on Grant's birthday. And then I realized, oh, shit, the next day is my parents' anniversary, <laughs> and sure enough, she did. Wow. Maybe that's what she was waiting for. <laughs> she was holding on just so she could die. To overshadow a couple more weeks, yeah. Just, but really, I mean, like, short of dying, like, at the wedding and making the <laughs> wedding all about her, and then what do you do? Like, you're standing up there about to get married, your mom dies. Do you stop the wedding, or do you just yeah. say, like, hey, listen, just, just marry us real quick? I mean, she's dead, like, you know, what's the worst that's gonna happen? <laughs> Pretty sure you stopped the wedding, <laughs> I mean, you probably do. But you paid all the money, all the people are there. Well, then you have the funeral on the spot? That's what I'm saying. You get married. Okay. And then you just do your mom right there. Just bury her. Okay. Oh, you know what I'm saying. Sorry. Poor choice of words. <laughs> and then be done with it. Uh, yeah, so my grandma was Jewish. And the service, which I thought was pretty cool, like she got buried in this complete pine box. Like I read about some of The service is so Jewish too. Like mm. I read about it and it's like, you shouldn't be too sad. You know, don't mourn too much. If you go to the cemetery and you have other relatives at the cemetery, you're not supposed to visit them because it's disrespectful to the dead person uh, that okay. you're there for. So don't be going to look at Uncle Herschel's grave. <laughs> so unless you're from out of town. But it was just all these funny rules. But the one rule I liked the best was you're not supposed to be buried. No embalming fluid, you know, not okay. in some crazy weird casket. In fact, the casket is supposed to be completely made out of wood, including the nails. Because really? it's supposed to just like go back to the earth. Yeah. You know, which I thought was pretty cool. Wow. However, in the cemetery in Las Vegas, they still put you inside of like a concrete box because they can't just have a bunch of bodies decomposing yeah. in the cemetery. <laughs> and and that's it. So it, it was sad. But, uh, but while I was there too, I kept saying to myself, I'm pretty active on Snapchat and stuff. Mm -hmm. And the part of my brain... <laughs> The part of my brain that wants to just capture memories, even though I'm sad, I'm crying, my dad's crying. Mm. You know when your dad's crying? Yeah. It's like some serious shit. Yeah. I've only seen my dad cry when my grandpa died, when our first dog died. One time I punched him in the face and he <laughs> cried. No. 
and then the day that day of the funeral and you know that you know that's a real thing i didn't want to snapchat a picture of my dad crying and then throw like a bitmoji <laughs> like a bitmoji hanging off my crying dad's face be like lol dad's crying yeah bubby died no i didn't want to do that but part of me did want to sort of preserve it in this weird feeling that we all have to preserve so i didn't post anything on social media but i did just take a picture of my grandpa's headstone oh, which okay. i thought was appropriate yeah. no but it, does a picture exist if it's not on social media for people to like and look at? What good does it do on my phone? Yeah, I mean, at the very least, you should print it out. <laughs> there you go. Keep it somewhere. Well, I should have checked in on Facebook at the <laughs> at the cemetery <laughs> forum. But here's the thing, though, is I didn't post anything about it on Facebook because my grandma was 90. Mm. You know, Nicole is a grandma who is pretty active on social media. But she's like 72 or 70 or something. Mm. So my bubby, of course, she didn't even have a smartphone. <laughs> and so if I posted something on Facebook, it would be for me. And I felt like I didn't need it. Like I didn't need the likes or the like, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. However, I did think about posting it. So in a year from now, I'd see it on Time Hop or something like oh, that. Okay. But I'm not going to forget about it because it's my parents' wedding anniversary. <laughs> So, you know, shout out to you, Bobby. <laughs> my family's so small. The funeral, there was no joke, I think 10 people there. Really? Because, man, my mom and dad each have one sibling. Okay. My mom's brother, who I've talked about, cruising for trim, my amazing <laughs> Uncle Lenny, doesn't have any kids. You know, my uncle, my, my dad's side, has one kid. Mm-hmm. So my entire family can fit in a goddamn pinhead. <laughs> And that really bums me out, man. You're so lucky that you've got cousins. I mean, yeah. you've got cousins who listen to the podcast and call in and tell you to fuck off. Exactly, man. I don't have any of that shit. F those cousins. Uh, I know, right? Uh, yeah, man. I have like 22 first cousins or something mm. like that. Amazing. So, yeah. I mean, my dad is like one of nine or 10 kids. Wow. So, and they all had a bunch of kids. And now my cousins are having a bunch of kids. So it's just mm. the, the brood is getting big. That's amazing. You're lucky. I mean, I'm glad I had three kids to sort of help, yeah. you know, try to spread some seed around this great nation <laughs> of ours. The other thing about the funeral is the cemetery is the oldest cemetery in Las Vegas. And there's like two Las Vegases. There's the Las Vegas Strip, mm-hmm. which is beautiful and whatever. And then there's the downtown old Las Vegas, where there's like that cool neon sign garden. Yeah. There's, you know, Vegas mm-hmm. Vic. And they're trying really hard, but they're still, I thought it was like in San Francisco, how many homeless people were down there? Oh, really? Not only that, like you're driving down the street and of course some of the people in my family were like, man, you know, these homeless people are so lazy. And I said, wait, they're laying in the street. <laughs> like that's not, they didn't just say, man, I don't want to go to work. <laughs> Works for suckers. I'm going to lay in the street now. And these people are insane. Yeah. Or they're drug addicts. They're so insane. They were sleeping in the cemetery. <laughs> The grounds people have to come and like shush away the bums. That's crazy. I mean, how messed up in the head are you that you're going to risk ghosts? There could be vampires in there that you still want to sleep on that grass over some dead body. (laughs) Because you're on drugs (laughs) or you're nuts. You're not lazy. Yeah. The the agency that I used to work at in Vegas, our offices were originally in downtown Las Vegas. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of bums there. And I remember one morning coming in. And one of my coworkers, an art director there, was chasing two homeless people out because it was it was like an old house, but they turned <laughs> yeah. it into offices. There was a backyard, 
And two homeless people were having sex in the Ooh. backyard, and he was chasing them away with a pool stick. Oh my god! And I was, just, and it, that was probably like one of my first couple weeks there. And I was uh-huh. just like, "What the fuck is going on?" I love that they were fucking. Yeah, too. And it was like eight in the morning. <laughs> nice <laughs> so, morning wood. So, yeah, so I don't know what's going on. Jeez, oh, I like we would call them bums. <laughs> That's inappropriate. Remember, they're called house challenged. <laughs> so, yeah. I like to call. I like the word hobo. Hobo I, is the best. Hobo is fantastic. Yeah. So it's, you know, look, it's shout out to you, bubs. I love you. And, you know, anyone else going through something similar like that, uh, good luck to you, too. Oh, one thing I did do, of course, reminisced hardcore, including look through a bunch of old photo albums. And on Snapchat, I'm, my name is Sift Show. I posted a bunch of sort of throwback photos, including one I found of my couch. I saw that, man. The couch that I famously talked about on the show that I used to stick my pecker in. <laughs> Your first love. My first love. <laughs> you know, I lost my virginity. Or actually, the couch lost its virginity, I guess, to me. I entered the couch. I found a picture of it, and I posted it. I'll, I'll post it on Twitter or maybe our Facebook or something like that. I think I have braces in the picture, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it was a couple of years ago, like '93 or two or. Wow. I don't know. I don't know. Do you? So the couch is gone, obviously, right? The like, couch is gone. No longer. However, I took it to college. And oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. I never fucked it in college. Sure. Okay. I swear I didn't. I had roommates <laughs> at the time. Uh, both my roommates listened to the show, Willie and Eric, and I guarantee, I, I promise, guys, I never fucked that couch. Maybe one of them fucked it. They might have. Stole your girl. Oh, damn, dog. <laughs> well, we're Eskimo brothers now. <laughs> you know, upholstery brothers, because we fucked the same couch. But no, I did not. I'll post a picture of that. Speaking of Willie and Eric, uh, fantasy. Mm-hmm. So our fantasy football, man, I'm really torn right now. So many people are writing in that want to do it that I think we're going to do two leagues. Yeah. We'll do, we'll do like two leagues of 10 and 12. And of course, Eddie and I will be in both leagues. Mm-hmm. But instead of pissing off 20 people... You know, maybe only like one or two might not get to play yeah. if we do it that way. So I figured, let's just do that. Yeah, I'm down for that. You know, they're both still very special. I was telling Josh Redden about it. Mm-hmm. He was pissed. He's like, no, let's do, <laughs> we do a 10-man league and then everyone else, it's like, a, it's 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 unique and it's special. <laughs> I said, I don't know, man, look, I love you, but I, I want to make more people happy. That's, yeah. that's who I am inside. <laughs> so yeah, we'll still do it. It'll be great. And then I'd say by the end of this week, like come Friday... That we're, that's the deadline. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to do it, please send us an email, show at gmail.com. Somebody wrote in and said, oh, I was going to write in, but I figured there was no more spots. That's not true. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's like one or two left now if we're going to do 10 or 12-man leagues. So come on, try if you want to <laughs> be in it. And and we'll have fun. And 20 bucks, did we talk about this? Should we make it 20 bucks to yeah, buy I mean, in? Got to do something. Yeah. There's right? got to be a prize, right? It's got to be a prize. That's why people do it. So that's that. All right. All right. Listen, let's do. We got a voicemail. Okay. From our boy, English Paul. Oh, nice. You want to play that? English Paul has been on fire doing more cartoons and animations for mm-hmm. podcasts. And he just posted one today for a British podcast. It's called like Adam and Joe okay. or something. I've never heard of it. And I think they, they probably are bigger in England, mm-hmm. I presume. But it's funny. So yeah, go check that out. But he also sent us a voicemail, and I think the next cartoon is going to be of our show. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I think he's getting back to us. Nice. And I just love that he started with ours, and now he does like full color, like craziness. They look great. Wow. So I I can't wait. If anyone at home has a special 
episode or a, a story or something you think would be really good i've been trying to think about what would be a fun thing for him to animate yeah so yeah let us know if something sticks out in your mind is like oh my god i'll never forget when you guys talked about this <laughs> let us know because eddie and i forgot 100 <laughs> percent everything <laughs> all right well listen uh here is paul's voicemail hey dan and eddie this is english paul I realise that this isn't Dan Savage's podcast, but I just wanted to respond to the guy who wrote in last week saying that his girlfriend was never too keen for him to reciprocate oral sex and then she kind of let it slip one night that she didn't think he was very good. Now, he was asking you guys for techniques and he basically wanted you to help him save his relationship because he was worried that this would cause them to break up. I don't really have any tips or anything like that to share, but I just wanted to say if this guy went down on this girl on the first date and she thought he was so terrible that she'd never ask him to do it again but she still dated him then i don't think he's got anything to worry about has he he's right yeah that's a good point he's right (laughs) you know i don't know if this is racist of me but i want to listen to paul just read from the phone book yeah everything he says is great he should have a podcast he's got a good delivery he does real good delivery too and i love that he refers to himself as english paul (laughs) which would be funny if he had a podcast and I called in as, you know, USA Dan, <laughs> American Dan, sorry. If that's racist, I'm sorry. I don't think it is, man. I don't think so either. Yeah. His voice is amazing. Thank you, English Paul. And you're right. You're totally right. And yeah. to that guy, you're right. You got nothing to worry about. You must have a great personality. Or maybe you can use your dick really well. That's probably what it is. Both. Yeah. A little bit of or both. Or your dick's got a great personality, maybe? It might. Yeah. You know, it might. Isn't there like a penis penis puppetry didn't you tell me about that once where a guy does like a puppet show (laughs) with his dick uh i don't remember that but possibly yeah there's like a whole thing where you watch like a guy use his penis and he wears costumes and he's like a puppet trick no i don't this doesn't yeah it's out there amazing google it i i never saw any pictures of it and i wonder if that means he has to be hard you know for like an hour yeah that would be difficult i don't know probably not right like he probably maybe he just has a giant dick yeah and he's just it's got to stand up doesn't it well, i mean I'm, you I'm made it seem a... like there were like strings and oh types, maybe so maybe yeah he's like a marionette thing with right <laughs> i gotta look into it <laughs> i'm gonna google the shit out of that and you know what this just made me think of i was reading on reddit the other day someone did a question about for men like true men serious question if you're in porn really mm-hmm. what's it like and how to get into it and the, most of the men that wrote in that are in porn, they said it really doesn't matter how big your dick is. What matters most is how long, not even how long you can last, but that you can get a boner again real quick and come again. Okay. So if you're a guy who fucks and comes quick, if you, as long as you can get it up again, they just hit it at another angle. And then, <laughs> you know, those ladies are pros. Yeah. You know, they just let it keep riding. Interesting. So if, you, if you're at home and you want to practice... <laughs> That's what you should be practicing for, for your, your Olympics. Can you train to get boners quicker? Like Probably. Doesn't it just depend on how quickly you... Maybe, or you're young. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I, I, I remember back in the day, I, I could get right back going again. I don't even know what it would be. I, I haven't had sex twice in a day in years. <laughs> I just haven't been on like vacation or a honeymoon or... Yeah, exactly. Or like a, enough time. <laughs> I mean, I have to like fuck my wife in the morning and then like at night, yeah, or something. I'm not back to back. Midday, maybe. Midday, little, uh, afternoon delight. Yeah, but I feel like even if I wanted to go again, I'd say like, yeah. I mean, the kids are going to be home. 
I probably should play a video game like that, or like let's watch a movie or have a sandwich. I just came. I'm done. I don't need to do it again. I'm good, babe. Are you good? good? Leave me alone now. Right? You know. Okay. So yeah, but yeah, thank you, English Paul, for the note, and yeah, shout out to that listener from last week. Uh, keep us posted. Yes, please do. On your relationship. Well, Eddie, we get so many questions mm-hmm. on the show. Should we answer a few questions this yeah. week? Here we go. You got questions? You got questions? You got questions? We got answers. All right. So every week we get a ton of questions and people write us in asking for advice. They ask us, is it weird? Something that they might do in their life. I love when people send us real treats. Save for the show at gmail.com or save for the show.com slash contact. Get at us. Here's a question, Eddie. For $25.2 million, would you fuck Steve Buscemi missionary style for two hours? <laughs> or for $50.4 million, let Adam Sandler cut off your dick and eat it in front of you? I love the show. Look forward to hearing your answers. I mean, come on. This is the easiest question ever. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants their dick cut off. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to up the ante on this to make it harder for us. Okay. A billion. Cut your dick off. And, well, I guess you get to watch Adam Sandler eat your dick, which is kind of cool. And you don't have to eat your own dick. Yeah. And are we talking about a raw dick, or does this thing get a little salt and pepper and a little fry in the pan? Because <laughs> if you could fry up the dick and cook it, it might not be the worst thing you've ever eaten. So, okay, wait. So you let Adam Sandler cut your dick off. Yes. And then he eats it? Yes, and I guess he's who's cutting it off. And let's assume it's a one-swipe cut. Okay. You know, not like a serrated, not like a hacksaw. Oh, God. So That'd be even worse. Is this like, are there any type of uh, uh, anesthesia going on? Or? No. I'm, I'm saying like dick on a chopping block, butcher knife. Oh, my God. Bomb. At least one shot, dick off. Okay. And then we'll assume that you get fixed up so you can still kind of piss out of a hole. But you're not fucking again. No. <laughs> and you're not having kids again. I mean, I guess your wife or your girl could suck on your balls. Or, yeah. you know, if your dick's cut off, and then you got to get into ass play, pegging. You got to. <laughs> right? I mean, and not I mean, even if you're gay. Yeah. There, I mean, if there is a G-spot back there, you right. rock that shit. I mean, you, you go down on your gal, or you blow your husband, and then you take it in the butt if you lose your dick. <laughs> what else are you going to do, man? <laughs> well, you got a billion dollars. You can probably get a dick uh, imp- like implant oh, or something, Oh, that's true. Right? So is that the number? Is it, would it take a billion to do that? I don't know, man. That's uh, just having your dick just clean cut off. But this that a billion dollars would set you up that for the rest of the foreseeable existence, the Glindos would be good. Yeah. I mean, that's enough money. You just put it in the bank. Yeah. The interest alone true. would make so much money that you were, you would be doing the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. They would remember grandpa eddie galindo forever well i've only got two girls oh you're so, right. <laughs> uh, i don't know if the galindo name would carry on what so. about the field's name <laughs> put me in your will i'll change my last name to galindo okay yeah that's perfect you know? and i'll put vaseline around like your dick cutoff point i'll take care of you whatever you want throw me some of that money so, so are you saying you get your dick cut off then i don't know I mean, but you it's true. You would be the hero of your family. I mean, your face would be on a painting above the fireplace in everyone's house. 
I mean, you would be a hero for eternity. I, I still don't think I would do it. Because guess what? For 25 million bucks, I get to fuck Steve Buscemi for two hours. <laughs> sold. Exactly, man. I mean, I get to fuck Steve Buscemi, which is there's worse people. Just so I got to look at his like droopy face for two hours. <laughs> Big whoop. And 25 million bucks? Yeah. I mean, and he, what does he get out of it? He gets a raw asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, could you fuck him for two hours? I can't fuck my wife for two hours. I don't know. Man. how that would that would play out that would be impossible is i mean it, two hours of pumping no way maybe you just have to have like something in them at all mm -hmm. times so right you take your dick out you better stick your finger in there real quick or yeah finger fuck them like yeah i mean fucking them it seems easier than like if i had to blow them <laughs> like i blow them and like see buscemi's comes in my mouth <laughs> like that would seem harder than yeah. me just having an orgasm yeah and just having to stare at him. That's easy. And if you're giving it to him, then you're not gay, right? That's right. the rule? Yes. If you're giving it, you're not gay? Yes. And if it's missionary style, I'm on top of him. I guess his dick is like pressed against my body. I'm fine with that. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be from behind. I can just close my eyes and pretend it's Cindy Crawford. <laughs> I don't know. So, what if his dick is hard and it's just poking you in the belly button? Every fine. Time That's worth 25 bucks. <laughs> like he's trying bucks. to fuck you in the stomach. I'll take it. That's fine, Steve. Whatever works for you, man. So, great question. Yes. I mean, these are the kind of questions that people want to talk about. Uh, here's another one. Hey, guys. longtime listener Brian here. Not the peepee -pee lawyer guy, though. For your demographics, I'm Dan's twin. 36-year-old white Jewish guy with three kids and a hot wife who also thinks I'm not as funny as I think I am. Here's the stumper for you. If you're going to have an affair, would you do it with a young, hot 20-something with all of her 20-something drama or a less hot 40-something divorcee. Keep it real. PGW, PSW, PA, always W. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks, Brian. He does sound like my twin. You yeah, know? he Same, does. A little older. Did you write in? No. Were you drunk and you're like, oh, I know what I'm going to do? I just want to know. <laughs> I'm weighing my options, guys. <laughs> That's a good question, though. What, what would you, and let's just say you're, you're doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, this is so hypothetical. Of course you're not going to have an affair but you've made the decision that you are going to step out on your hypothetical wife. Mm -hmm. Do you aim low for a youngster or do you go high for a 40 year old? I mean, obviously if it's just all about sex and you're not looking for any type of romantic relationship, you go with a young 20 year old, but he did say the drama. So you would have to kind of like date her, you know, okay. deal with her shit. I feel she probably like works at Starbucks or something like she doesn't have any money. Yeah. So I obviously, like you said, I would never cheat on my wife. Right. But if I were to, I wouldn't downgrade and go with an older woman that's older than my wife. But what if she was like, who's 40 who's smoking hot? Like, well, it said, uh, what did it say? A less hot 40 or a less hot 40, less hot than the 20 year old. I wouldn't think less hot than your own wife, but it's not just about looks, Eddie. Maybe she's, there's, there's more to it. Maybe she, you have a connection <laughs> with her. Yeah. She I makes you feel good. She does things to you that your wife never does anymore. She makes you feel wanted and valuable. <laughs> like, I think a 40-year-old would give you all that. Like, a 20-year-old would just want to fuck you, and you take her out to dinner, and she'd be like, oh, my God, we went out to P.F. Chang's. Yeah. And he took me to P.F. Chang's in Auburn, which is like 45 minutes east of us or yeah. west of us, because I'm not taking her to a restaurant in Roseville where <laughs> <laughs> somebody would see me. I just, I feel like... The twenty-year-old, like the things that you want to do when you're cheating, mm -hmm. you don't want to 
you know, watch someone else's kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want right. you want to chill out and play video games by yourself. Yeah. And I think a 20 year old would be like, yeah, let me suck your dick while you play Grand Theft Auto. And then we'll, we'll smoke right. a bowl and drink some beer. Because that's what all 20-year-old girls are like. <laughs> exactly. But I think yeah. you're right. They are maybe a little simpler. Yeah. Because the 40-year-old, you know, has, has been through more and all that. Tough call. Yeah. But I think the 40-year-old, if she wasn't divorced and you were having an affair, I've joked that that's the move because she's got as much to lose as you. That's true, yeah. That 20-year-old's going to show up at your house one night after she has a couple white wine spritzers <laughs> banging on the door. And then what? In your neighborhood? Everyone's going to know that you're an adulterer. Yeah, exactly. And my wife knows how to use the gun that we own. Right. Well, um, so. <laughs> see, I've seen that movie. Yeah, exactly. Or she'll uh, cut your wang doodle off, except you're not going to get $50 million. <laughs> so w- would you pick the 20-year-old or the 40-year-old? <sighs> I mean, I haven't had sex with a 20-year-old, Eddie, <laughs> in 15 years. <laughs> so I don't know. But you've never had sex with a 40-year-old. That's true. That's true. So a gun to my head, like a pig, I guess I would choose the 20 year old. Yeah. You know, just, I, I would just have to. Can we real quick go back to, um, our wives not thinking we're as funny as yeah. we think we are last night. Um, I was flipping around on the TV and mm-hmm. Kristen was sitting next to me and I think it was America's got talent came on and it was like a trio of singers. Yeah. It was a hot mom, a very attractive daughter mm-hmm. and the stepdad and the stepdad was like a young you know attractive dude too okay and i turned to chris and i was like you think he's fucking both of them <laughs> and i to get a laugh and she looks at me right. so disgusted and she's like you are so fucking gross right you think you're so funny and i was like no, i'm obviously joking right i don't think they're fucking every you know they're, they're all fucking maybe i don't even know how old the daughter was she was probably i don't know 18 i hope Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know but right i thought it was so funny and she was just like that's fucking gross well because i guess that's the dad having sex with the daughter stepdaughter (laughs) oh the stepdaughter yeah okay okay yeah in that case yes yeah i mean dude like i say go to any porno website and that's what it all is exactly it's everyone at home was thinking it It wasn't just you yeah if i had been there i'd have laughed (laughs) thank you i appreciate that yeah, I'm gross like that all the time, and my wife's just disgusted yeah. <laughs> with me constantly. Like, oh, don't talk about this on your show. But sometimes I feel like I like to try things out on her yeah. to see if I can get a rise out of her. And then I make a little note in my mind, like, oh, that's a good thing to bring up. Yeah. I should definitely bring that up on the show. All right, let's, uh, let's do a few more here. Oh, here's a, here's a limerick somebody wrote for us. <laughs> there once was a man named Danny who gave his pal Eddie a handy. Now they're both gay, they'll be married someday, but for now, Dan just sucks dick like it's candy. Keep up the good work. That's a limerick, right? Uh, yes, that okay. is a limerick. So thanks, yeah, if anyone wants to send us in a, a, a silly limerick, you know, happy <laughs> or to Or haiku. It. Or haiku. Haikus are harder. Yeah. So I'd, I'd appreciate a haiku. Uh, would you rather stop midstream or have a viper for 24 hours uh mid- stop midstream taking just, a piss just I guess. once though yeah it or hurts have a viper for 24 hours yeah i would probably just midstream it yeah i mean it does hurt like to stop that yeah but it's not too bad no i can take that pain. i like all these either ors we got this week <laughs> yeah. a lot of these uh okay here's a good one hi dan and eddie greetings from beautiful detroit i found your podcast randomly on reddit after seeing the animation of the cat shit story I downloaded the latest episode and really enjoyed the shit out of it. I jumped back to 100 and have been listening from there. Love the podcast and good news. Every episode has made me laugh at least five times, so you don't have to PayPal me a dollar. 
I think I said that in one episode, right? Yeah, I think so. If someone doesn't laugh five times, I'll give them a dollar <laughs> or something like that. That's not the case anymore. <laughs> I think back then we had like 20 listeners. Yeah. Can't afford that. But hopefully you at least a laugh five times. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, to fill in your required demographics, I'm white, 41, divorced, have one kid, work in the automotive industry, and I mostly masturbate dry. <laughs> But if I have the house to myself for a bit, I get really comfy and bust out the lube we keep around just on the off chance my lady has too much tequila and lets me do some butt stuff. <laughs> Funny story about the lube. All right, well, hold on. Pause there. Uh, I love that he told us he was a dry guy. <laughs> you know, that's part of the deal. We should do a survey yes. once and for all online <laughs> to really get some demos of our, of our people. <laughs> He goes on to say, funny story about lube. One of my favorite things to do while we're grocery shopping is to say loudly to my girlfriend, sweetie, what kind of lube do you want again? Or honey, I think the lube you like is on sale. Right as we walk by an old person buying toothpaste or whatever. My girl embarrasses easily. She turns red, runs away, and laughs when I catch up to her. You think after years of doing it, she'd keep her guard up. But fortunately for me, that shit is always down. Good times. Um, so he's right. This is like you and I trying to be funny. Yeah. Like, I feel like I try to pull pranks like that on my wife all the time. Yeah. And unlike his wife, I think my wife just gets mad. <laughs> she, she's like, enough. Yeah. It's old now. Yeah. It's not funny. This is his girlfriend. He's divorced. Okay. So maybe he's got like a 20 year old and to her, everything is new. <laughs> she doesn't have to deal with that shit. Here's his question. My question is, can I get some pics of Eddie's hot sister? <laughs> I don't need nudes or anything creepy like that. Just maybe a heads up on that IG account name <laughs> so I can screenshot them bikini pics. Pussy got wet, pussy stay wet, Nick. <laughs> so I did send him some tasteful nudes. Oh, perfect. Okay. No, Appreciate I, that. I, I did not send him uh, Eddie's Instagram of his sister, um, but come at me. I'll let you know what it is. Yeah. I don't even really know what it is, to be honest. If you, uh, if you uh, donate to our Patreon page, then maybe uh, mm. maybe you'll find a little surprise. You know what's funny? This uh, email came from Nick. And that's her husband. That's her husband's <laughs> name. So maybe he's trying to get some you nudes tricky. of his own wife. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Hey, anyone who gives us Patreon money will send you nudie photos <laughs> of our sisters. I'll throw my sister in there. It's just going to be us with wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Just sweeten the deal. <laughs> you know, me and Eddie in a wig with our, uh, with manginas. Yes. With manginas. Uh, or here's one. If your fiance says she's having second thoughts, is it about the venue or the wedding cake? Well, sorry, bud. <laughs> it's, it's probably neither. Yeah. I, could you imagine being in that situation? Like you've invited everyone, you've picked everything out, you spent all this money and it takes a lot. I think, I think it's harder to break it off. Than to go through with it and be miserable. Yeah, definitely. You know, so yeah, if, if this is a true question and you're like, I feel like maybe this is a joke truth. Maybe this person is getting cold feet mm -hmm. and maybe, um, yeah, you don't want to get divorced. Don't get married if you don't have to. Yeah. A friend of mine has been like at the aisle like three times and backed out every time. And, you know, I'm glad he did because it wasn't right. Yeah. Wasn't meant to be. Uh, here we go. Is it weird for you to email someone like me who you know nothing about? When I emailed you with a certain familiarity uh, for your show, through your show, I know it would freak me out talking to strangers who know way too much about me, Carlos. And he's not the first person to write an email like that saying, is it weird that we all know so much about you and Eddie, but you don't know anything about us? Mm -hmm. I don't really think about it. I don't either. I feel like it's just you and me just sitting here doing our thing and... 
for the hundreds of thousands of people out there, it just it doesn't matter. If I think about that, then it's going to make us not talk about weird jokes. Or yeah, things. exactly. We just got to just go for it. Like I'm, you're you're a pretty good people person. Like you know how to, you know what I'm saying. Well, thank you. But I personally, I'm usually shy around new people. Yeah, you're so shy guy. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit of a shy and a dry guy. You are. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So if I thought about that too much, I, yeah, I don't think it's, it's not like I'm like I'm crazy open on the show either. Right. Um, I have said some dumb shit, but no, but you're you know you still put it out there. Yeah, I still put a little bit out there, like my dick. Um, people so, know you. <laughs> But I know what you mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's and it and it's weird because it's it it's very comfortable sitting in front of these mics and just having a conversation, especially so, at this point. Yeah, exactly. Because we've done it so many times. Yeah, yeah. But I think to this person's point too, everyone's always surprised when I write them back, like I'm Justin Bieber, <laughs> and I get ten thousand emails a day. I mean, I, I think that what's the threshold? We'd have to get a hundred emails a day a week, and then maybe I wouldn't write back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like now, like the. Everything we do is for these folks. And if they're going to take the time to write me an email, fuck me if I can't write them back. <laughs> who, do I, who do I think I am? Yeah. God damn it. So, yeah, I'm always happy to write people back and have a connection. So, yeah, shout out to you, Carlos. Uh, you want to do a couple more? Yeah. Let's do a couple more. A recent Gallup poll revealed 97% of SIF show listeners enjoyed the show more on mute. <laughs> and the source for that is org. <laughs> Did you visit that URL? I didn't. Oh, man. Somebody should buy that. (laughs) Somebody should buy that. Here's one about you. Eddie, you are amazing. I love your show, and it's great how you found a co-host who will do all the editing for you. (laughs) I hope you drop off a case of Natty Light for Dan every once in a while. He does good work. Ooh, Natty Light. Man, good old Natty. We have our father-in-law coming to town this weekend, Mm -hmm. and we always drink Coors Light. We should really drop it down a notch and, and drink the the Beast <laughs> or Natty Light or get some Mickey's grenades. I was gonna say, yeah, we should get some like some some Mickey's or um, we could just get forties of, mm-hmm. of malt liquor. Steel Reserve, sort of, yeah, or Four Loco. I've never drank Four Loco. Have you? Uh, yeah, I I have once. Like, did you drink the whole can yourself though? Like, really get after it? Yes, because it was uh, it was like one of those um elephant gifts what are those oh called? white elephant white elephant yeah gifts. yeah 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 and somebody gave that to me mm-hmm. so i was like fuck yeah you had to drink it getting down on this yeah we should get after this weekend i i haven't uh even really had a buzz here in like a month so we should do uh like edward 40 hands <laughs> oh my god we talked about that yeah. <laughs> yeah we could let's get our father-in-law to oh, do man. That'd be that great. he would he would be great at it I think he would crush it in 20 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's thirsty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I don't think he drinks much at home, and when he comes over here, he's got to quench that thirst. <laughs> you know, quench it. And you and I are happy to do it. Yeah. And I like how he, like, reluctantly will be like, hey, you want to have a shot? And he's like, all right. <laughs> when, you know, we all know that we all want one. So, yeah, looking forward to having the, uh, a big Don out here yeah. this weekend. Uh, let's do one more, and then we'll do our real treats, and we'll call it a night. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, this is a funny one. Hey, Dan and Eddie. I love, love, love your show. Look forward to it each week. Amy, 47-year-old white female, married, mother of one son who's 12. Bahahaha. I know you love the demographics. <laughs> she didn't mention if she was a moist mom or a dry <laughs> lady. Dry. Yeah. Yeah, we got to think of one for that. That's impossible. There's no such thing as a dry lady. She's like, yeah, I just love to jackhammer a dildo and dry. 
That sounds terrible. Terrible. Uh, this is funny, too. And I, I wanted to read this question because there's no point to it, which is great. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you don't feel like you have to have a question. If someone wants to write us a note to say they like the show and tell us what they are, <laughs> you know, please do. Yes. Please do. I mean, she could have thrown in a cup size. I'm just saying. Would have killed her. <laughs> Um, my wife has this job. Have I talked about this where she helps, like she styles people and sends them clothing? Yeah. Uh, your wife has a similar situation and I love to look at when she's doing it. It'll show sometimes the, the measurements and I'm like, Oh, what do we got here? <laughs> like you let me know if you get a girl who's got, it doesn't like have their picture or anything, Yeah. but it'll just have a number and you don't even know their real name. And it'll just be like, you know, like 36 double D. And I'm like, oh, shit, check it out. Just to, again, like you do with your wife. Yeah. Just to piss her off. Exactly. And she's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I think my wife sounds so terrible on the show. She's the light of my life. <laughs> Honey, I love you more than anything. Jesus Christ is not the light of your life? Not anymore. Wow. Not anymore. Um, a friend of mine and listener of the show, Milan, posted this funny thing on Facebook. It was like, it said, if you write F space CK... Mm. on instead of fuck uh jesus knows what you meant and thinks you're a <laughs> pussy or something like that nice and it's true it's true all right so listen every week eddie and i do something called a real treat where we share something we like something that we're into and here we go it's that time again come on if it's Bailey's in your coffee on this beating your meat come on dan all right, Eddie, what's your real treat this week? Uh, have you heard of the Comedy Central show Roast Battles? You know, I've seen a couple clips of it on Snapchat. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah, it's pretty funny. It's Some of it's hit and miss, but the ones that I saw were pretty funny. And what it is is they have – it's a competition, and it's a tournament style where uh, comedians go head-to-head, mm-hmm. and they just make fun of each other. Mm. And then the they have like famous comedians who are judges like Kevin Hart and Anthony Jeselnik and mm. David Spade. So they judge it. Um, but it's it's just funny like how like hard they go. Yeah. Some of them like are like it gets awkward because right. it's so like so personal. Like you're so fat. Yeah. Or you're so black. Or they talk about like uh, like Ralph Hume was on the show mm. and somebody's talking about not only that he was fat, but he was going through a divorce right now. Oh, jeez. Talking about his kids and all this shit. And I was just like, damn. And you could tell on his face, he was genuinely getting angry. Right, like it cut yeah, a and it, too like, deep. It was almost hard to watch because mm-hmm. it was so awkward. Right. But she, like the person obviously won because just yeah. killed him. But uh, like it's, it's fun to watch because there's a lot of funny jokes and a lot of like witty comebacks and stuff like mm. that. Um, kind of hit and miss, but, uh, but I, I would say check it out. It's funny, too, because like you said, oh, I want to be a good sport. And, you know, when they do like a roast of Donald Trump mm-hmm. or who's another person they've roasted recently? That's, Justin Bieber. Right. It's kind of like a larger than life character mm-hmm. who there's like 10 jokes that people can talk about him. But then there's always someone who goes in the roast who takes it really seriously yeah. <laughs> and just like just shreds them. Yeah. And then sometimes they get like a TV show out of it. Yeah, like I feel like exactly. if you really kill a roast, like one of those things, you can make some waves yeah well the host of the show like the roast master is jeff ross right who's on a lot of those roast shows yeah he's like the man like, yeah he runs <laughs> that that friars club stuff yeah. but i think it's funny like you said like if you're Alfie may and you come on there and that guy's famous and he's a pro yeah and then some like young comedian in new york just shreds his ass yeah. and he gets pissed <laughs> i wouldn't want to do something like that because no 
I, I mean, I, I have thick skin, but I don't want, what would they say? They'd make fun of my ears, that I'm Jewish. <laughs> That's probably uh, that's probably it the entire it. time. It's <laughs> all you got right, right there. And for you, it would just be this look at this Filipino guy, blah yeah. blah blah, like nonstop. I'm short, yeah. Right. Filipino, I eat dogs probably. Right, <laughs> eat so. dogs. Yes, you go out them all in. You and I should roast battle each other. <laughs> Not off the top of the head. I think that's the other thing too. Is like when a lot of people hear freestyle, even they think that like it's just right off the top of the head. Yeah. Like there's a big distinction between that and quote unquote freestyling. And so I think a lot of these comics probably come in there with like a little bit of written stuff. Yeah. And then they just, what the skill and the talent is the delivery. Exactly. And knowing when to do that. Yeah. And I think a lot of, it's it's a lot easier for like the younger comics who aren't as well known because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of public stuff about them. Right. So there's not a lot of fuel for the fire. Whereas right. if you're someone like Ralphie May who has like eight comedy specials and like yeah. four platinum albums or some shit, mm-hmm. you can dig up a lot of fucking dirt. Good for yeah. him for getting on stage, though, and that's yeah. being uh, no. It takes balls judge. to get up there. Like Kevin Hart judged it. Yeah, he didn't go on it. Exactly. You know, because that guy's ego is so big. I think he would hate anyone to hurl an insult yeah. at him. And he's got his own fucking Nike shoe, dude. Like he doesn't. Yeah, need- <laughs> that guy's. He turned himself into a brand. Yeah, he's no joke. All right. Well, my real treat this week is also a show. Funny enough, and it's the night of on HBO. Okay. It's great. Got to watch it. What what is it about? It's about, it kind of has a bit of a serial vibe in that it's about an Arab kid who is being, going to jail for murder of a a girl. And it's great though, because it starts the night of, Mm -hmm. clearly of the murder. And you don't really know if he did it or maybe he did. But the thing is, is it's crazy like behind the scenes on like what happens if you're this kid, like it shows him going to jail, he's, you know, going getting arraigned. He's like it's really kind of, I know it's fiction, but it, and it's supposed to be you know intense and exciting and all that. Oh, okay, so it's not. It's not like a documentary. Okay, sorry, I okay. should I should clarify that. And he's got like a really weird lawyer, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a really cool show, and it's one of these shows that's shot in New York, or just like New York is like a character on the show, okay, sort of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like it romanticizes New York City so much and mm-hmm. it's so fun to watch and it's on hbo and it's like four or five episodes in so it's not too late to get into it if you can download it or watch it okay but i can't recommend it enough it's really really good cool. and it's like a short-term series it's not like a seasonal thing like there will not be a second season which i oh, thought's okay. pretty cool too it's almost like it's like a 10-hour movie yeah or something that's cool so yeah check it out the night of yeah. The night of. So so there's that. You know what I heard was a good documentary was Wiener. Wiener? About, about Anthony, Anthony Wiener? Wiener? Yeah. Have you heard about the... the I heard thing? about it, but yeah, I didn't hear it was good, is it? Yeah, it's supposed to be crazy because like they were doing it as he was running for, was it mayor of New York or governor of New York, something like that? Yeah, that sounds right. Um, and then his second uh, sexting scandal hit. Yeah. So they were like already there filming him running for office, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden this hit. And he's allowed them to continue documenting everything. Mm-hmm. So it turned into a document or a documentary about his sexting scandal. And right. they got like, they're like super personal, like footage. Huh. So it sounds super interesting. Yeah. To see something unfold like that. Yeah. People love that shit. Yeah. I'm half surprised that Donald Trump isn't doing a reality show about this. Yeah. Or like unfettered, nonstop, 24 hour access to him. I, I think it'd be too much. <laughs> You're right. 
even for him, I think he has a, has a a real version of him and like the one he puts out there too. Yeah. And even though he's on the reality show, that's not the real him. No. Per se. Uh, but I I bet he's slanging the N word around a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Right, just under his breath. Yeah, here or there, like that guy who owned the Clippers. Like, <laughs> like he stubs his toe, and like his automatic reaction is yelling right. the N word. Right. I mean, he's an old white dude who does business with old white dudes. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he's come across awful, terrible. Oh, yeah. Just look at how he talks about black people now. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like he's never. He's one of these guys. Who's like I have a black friend. Yeah. I have a black. There's my black. Where's my African American? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like come what? on, man, you're not fooling anyone, buddy. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, yeah, too much, too much. All right, it's the end of the show, Eddie. Mm-hmm. So anyone that wants to get in on the fantasy football, send us a note. Save it for the show at gmail.com. Don't be shy. You know, there's there's still some slots open. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll be a lot of fun. And send us in your questions. Do all that good stuff. And that's about it. So this week on Siftery. Amanda Huggenkiss is going to be in the fantasy pool. Awesome. So that's that's another character from the show <laughs> that you could potentially be rubbing elbows with. <laughs> you know, like on Stern, he has the whack pack mm-hmm. with like, I don't know, Bigfoot. And I think that she used to be called Wendy the Retard. Now I think they call her Slow Wendy or something. I haven't listened to Stern in a couple of years. Yeah. Anyhow, these are not <laughs> Amanda Huggenkiss, even though you are a mystery to yeah. me because you refuse to tell me your name and you even have a <laughs> fake email uh he'll be playing in the fantasy or league. her or her right <laughs> exactly so this week from amanda hug and kiss is a deep track an old one from episode 39 of the show where we talk about the note here says shoulder boob so i don't, I don't know what it's about <laughs> i haven't listened to this clip yet um but i did listen to the part first part of the song it's by it's called cut you down and the artist is I Not Dance. It's a little heavy, so stick okay. with it. I listened to this and I was like, whoa. Heavy right. and like... It's like way. like heavy metal. Okay. Like it's heavy music. What I do like is that he or she is providing a variety of genres. Yes. So. He told me that. He said, you know what? I, I feel like for a minute there I was only picking music I liked, but I'm going to branch out a little bit. Okay. So I think this is him branching out. Gotcha. So stick with it. So yeah, thank you, Amanda. And that's it. All right, so this has been episode 205 of Save for the Show with Dan and Eddie. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you. Didn't get a massage, but it made me think of another thing that I used to like to do. Get my hair done. <laughs> do you ever, where do you get your, oh, you, you cut your own hair. Yeah, I, I buzz my head. Right. Um, I, I have had my hair cut at a, at a salon, though, before. Where like, they, like, like wash nice, your hair and all yeah, that? Where, man, my voice is crazy yeah, right now. Um, but, yeah, like, it was... I can't remember what it was called. It's in Vegas. But, you know, it's, like, all hot chicks that work there. Yes. And they don't use, um, you know, clippers. They use scissors only. Right. So you can't get, like, a fade or anything like that. Right. Um, and, yeah, this really hot chick washed my hair and she was like you know like over me like yes her, i can smell her essence you know dude and it was awesome you're pre listen i i wrote <laughs> down to talk about that because you know i almost felt like getting a massage there's a little bit of that you know like there's a person touching you their essence is yes. next to you and eddie and i are, are happily married men <laughs> but this is just something like animal and i think yeah. all men like when a girl gets that close to you and you you smell her and she's like all over you it's like <laughs> Whoa, there's, you're aware of it. I think girls can shut that off pretty easily. Yeah. But guys, I don't know. It's hard to turn off. Anyhow, 
all the guys I used to work with in my old job, that's all they would talk about is like, <laughs> I'm going to go to this salon. I'm going to get a haircut from this girl. She has huge boobs <laughs> and she washes my hair like, dude, her boob like rested on my shoulder. <laughs> like that's like, <laughs> and these are all guys that are married and go home and just like, I could go touch my wife's boobs right now if yeah. I wanted to. But this is like the fact that a boob grazed their shoulder. <laughs> and you're right. They smell so good. And hey, guys are weird like that. <laughs> Luckily, I was in uh, high school when this happened. So Oh, you haven't done it since you were a man? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, I've been buzzing my hair since like freshman year of college. Oh, okay. So it's, it's so much easier. And Kristen yeah. likes it. So. Yeah. In high school, you could almost blow a load in your shorts by having some hot <laughs> chick rubber boob on your shoulder <laughs> oh i did i, I wore i wore khakis because they're thinner than jeans oh so. man that, that would be like beyond embarrassing This taco is so good.